Hey guys, Chad House here. Uh, we're gonna record another episode of The Man Show, and today we have a sponsor, uh, and it's my newest book. Um, so if you have any goal whatsoever, any ounce of ambition, anything you want to achieve, or if you want to remove stress while accomplishing more uh, from life or, or build a better body, whatever, it requires discipline. And so I've written a new book called The Lost Art of Discipline, and it's on sale right now on Amazon. So head over to Amazon.com or wherever you are, pick up a copy of the book. And if you could be so kind as to write a positive five-star review for that book, that would be amazing as well. So that is the sponsor. Now let's get into the episode, which is all about being an alpha and all about living true to who you are. And it may go a little differently than what you think it'll go uh, when we're talking about this topic. So it's tough being an alpha. The will to win, the desire to succeed, the urge to reach your full potential. These are the keys that will unlock the door to personal excellence. Confucius. So we'll start off by painting a bit of a picture from a show I was watching. The show is Dynasties. It's a great show on BBC Earth uh, about dynasties in nature. So they have one uh, on apes um, or chimpanzees, one on uh, tigers and lions and penguins and and, uh, painted wolves in Africa. Now in this one episode, it's actually the making of uh, this show. And so it sets off, if you watch the the show, uh, it follows this one troop of chimpanzees and uh, primarily their leader, David. So David is an alpha. He is the alpha. And what's interesting about David, the chimpanzee, is that He became alpha much earlier than most monkeys become alpha. He became it when he was still in his teens. Uh, He's held that post, that crown, that throne for about twice as long as what a normal alpha would hold his post for. So the episode starts off or the making of episode starts off with the, the, um, the camera crew heading back into the jungle in West Africa to search for David because the day before uh, David had been attacked by a group of his of rival males in his own troop uh, and they had almost killed him. They may have killed him at this point in the story. Uh, you don't know whether he's dead or alive. Um, so they had attacked him wanting to obviously uh, become an alpha, uh, an alpha in, in monkey troops, uh, they get breeding rights essentially. They get a, they get a bed the woman who's in heat, meaning they get to carry on their name, um, and they get the first pick of the women, basically, and they get to protect and whatever. But there's a lot more entailed in being an alpha, and it's something that, like David, spends a lot of his time alone. He spends a lot of his time having to fend off rival males and other ambitious males. So it is about the least easy and more most difficult choice he could have made for how he wanted to live his life but again we're talking about males i mean we're talking about apes we're not talking about a species that chooses what they want to do they go with what their dna tells them to do so hardwired into him is this need to lead this need to be the alpha, this need to defend his throne. 
It's not a choice. It's not a decision. Um, he's just doing what he does. He's doing what an alpha does. So they get into the they get into the jungle. They can't find him. They can't find him. They're searching. They check the cameras. Finally, they find him, and they were worried that he was going to die because he had a he had a missing finger. He had a big gash out of his leg. Um, he he was so close to death, and the the rest of the troop had moved on to find more water. They thought he was going to die as well. Uh, but they find him and he's recovering. He's eating fruit from the trees, eating leaves, eating um, termites and ants or whatever monkeys eat. Um, and then he makes the trek back to his tribe. Um, and that's when you realize that what I just mentioned. That he's hardwired to do this. He's, uh, it means a tougher life. It means a life spent in solitude. It means always, always having to fend off adversaries to protect the troop. Um, it means he'll be attacked again. It likely means he'll, he'll die a gruesome death, but he does what he does because that's who he is. And the parallels to our lives, um, as men, as ambitious men, are very clear. So then the other day, um, after a buddy of mine and I were talking about uh, Grant Cardone and how he's killing it, how he's got some, he's got multiple funds, he's got real companies doing real business, not the smoke and mirrors that pervades the internet today. Uh, I searched for his podcast by typing in his name. The problem was that multiple uh, different podcasts showed up, multiple options showed up. You go on a site, there's dozens, if not, yeah, ten, dozens of, of products that solve every issue you need to solve on the way to creating wealth. His output is simply incredible. The amount of videos he puts out, the amount of content he puts out, the amount of work he does is incredible. It's also very smart. Um, before that, a couple years ago, I read a book about Donald Trump or by Donald Trump. It was uh, partnered with another author. Now, forget, obviously, forget about what you think about Donald Trump. Um, he was actually pretty much loved before he ran for politics. So forget about that. Think about the businessman. Uh, Trump went into his schedule. He went into the fact that he sleeps about three hours a night because he's just too damn busy getting after it. And he's kept that schedule up as he's aged, even as he's become president. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't rest like a lot of people rest and like, it's, it's healthy to rest. It's maniacal. Uh, the amount he works and, and the audacity of what he aims to achieve. And as you've seen, if you follow the news at all, as he's risen, as he's gotten into the presidency, as he's done bigger things, the amount of people trying to bring him down has exploded. So when you're at the top, not only is it difficult to get to the top, not only does it require not only does it place more responsibility on your shoulders but it means you're going to have more enemies it's just the nature of being the alpha now being on top isn't easy but if it's who you are that's where you have to be it's it's easier being average it's easier being an employee than it is to be employer to be an employer. It's easier to invest in the fund than it is to create it. 
It's easier to be fat and weak than it is to be lean and strong. But you cannot be average or the employee or the investor or the fatty if that's not who you are. And I don't think that's who you are and I don't think that's who I am. I know that's not who I am. I won't have the same fulfillment if I don't give my all in whatever I'm doing. I won't be as happy if I'm fat or weak. I won't be as good a man if I only aim at what I know I can do. And I'm guessing you're the same. So who are you? If you're an alpha, a leader, a winner, then you win. There's a quote from a, it was the uh, 49ers coach. Oh gosh, I can't remember his name. Um, anyway, it went along the lines of winners act like winners before they start winning. So the victories, the accolades, the successes are they're more than less trivial. If you're a winner, you act like a winner. Being a winner, an alpha, is hard. It's a lot harder than it is to be a loser. But if you don't act like a winner, if you don't do what winning entails, if you don't have the discipline, the aggression at your goals, the, uh, the work ethic, the energy, it means you'll end your life with regret. You'll be mean and grumpy. You'll never do what your soul needs you to do. You'll never actually live. You'll spend your eternity existing. I have to pause that right here because I left Teddy's collar on because he was taking a nap. Teddy, come here. Just the perils of having a dog. Where were we? How are you acting? Now, here's the reality. We think too much. We have dreams that are true. They're whispers into what makes us happy and fulfilled, but we rationalize their avoidance by weighing the work that it will take to achieve them with the comfort that we'd rather have in the moment. We do this enough, and those dreams disappear. We accept that we're regular. It's a, it's a lie, of course. It's not something that we should accept. It's not even true. It's just easier. And then we settle. We reach our end, we regret, we die. This is a very important point, and it's something that we we dismiss sometimes because we don't think we deserve what we want or we don't think we're worthy of it. Um, Before I say the line, I'm going to go back to an episode of Ballers with The Rock where he goes into a speech about his old man meeting his boss of 20 years and... uh, He realizes that the boss wasn't anything special. He wasn't great. He wasn't anything better than he was. Uh, He's just a guy that thought he deserved more than... He thought he deserved it. He thought he was worth it. And it, it, it goes to the point that we're all just guys. Some think that we deserve greatness. Some think that we are great. And others don't. That's it. That's the only difference. There's no innate talent or ability that is deep within some people that... Um makes them better, makes them achieve more. It's belief. It's self-belief. Now, to understand that, you have to realize that your ambitions are not your ambitions are not lies. They're not fables. They're not dreams. They're not hokey. They're not things you should brush aside. Stephen Pressfield, in his amazing book, Turning Pro, writes, to feel ambition and to act upon it is to embrace the unique calling of our souls. Not to act upon that ambition is to turn our backs on ourselves and on the reason for our existence. 
to just brush away your ambitions is to deny your reason for being here. So a bit of a task. Define with ambition and daring who you are. Spend some time thinking about this. Dare to think greatly about what you want, who you want to be, and what you want to achieve. Have a mental picture about that guy. Think on a grand scale. Think Theodore Roosevelt. Think, um, I don't know, think whoever. Think Caesar. Think someone good. Think, uh, think Cato. Think, think someone who's done some amazingly great thing. Think on that scale when you set this ideal for yourself. And now compare that man, this potential that your soul wants you to aim for because that's that's your ambition talking. Compare that guy to how you're acting now. Is there a disparity? Are you acting below what your ambitions ambitions want you to act like? Are you acting like the alpha or are you choosing to be average? One requires little thought. It's innate. It's in your DNA, a part of who you are. That's the alpha. You're just doing as David did. You're getting up and you're, you're continue, continuing to fight even though it's the harder path. You're just being who you are. The other is actively degrading who you are to opt for a more easy existence. So one is just living who you, uh, as who you are. It's a tougher life, sure, but you are being you. You're being true to who you are. The other is choosing to degrade that because it will require less effort. So David, the chimpanzee, he's going to die. He's going to die a gruesome death in a fight for his throne, probably fighting off more than one enemy as his troop turns on him. But he will not relent. He will not grow old and in peace. He will fight Till he can fight no longer because to do anything else would betray who he is and there can be no honor in that there can only be honor in being who you are and being the winner and being the alpha and being the guy who continually gets up and laughs at the shit that life throws at him <laughs>